0: Well, hello, Kingdom Rock and Kingdom Rock Nation. Thank you so much for joining us for another worship service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. And you know what, I've got a special surprise for you. This is going to be a treat. I've got a guest speaker with us today. Her name is Miss Kelly Raquel Brooks. You may know her from the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Broadcast. She's one of our podcasters here and one of our ministry partners but she's also with the Pregnancy Resource Center in Carrollton, Georgia. She's here today to help us to celebrate life. This whole week is a celebration of life. I'm not sure if you've known this or not, but every year there are millions of babies aborted every single year from all around the world. Millions a year, thousands every month of innocent babies that are dying so it's our part here at kingdom rock family worship center to support life and help give these mothers hope amen amen uh i want without any further ado i want to go ahead and bring up kelly and she's going to bring forth the word of god today and when she's done i'll be back to wrap things up all right now here's kelly
1: Thank you so much for letting me be with you this morning. I want to thank Pastor Mark Stroud. He's such a blessing to me and to the Pregnancy Resource Center where I work. I want to thank the Kingdom Rock Church and the Kingdom Rock Nation for allowing me to be with you today. I want to start by telling you today a little bit of the statistics from the Pregnancy Resource Center of Carroll, Harrelson, and Heard Counties. The PRC exists to share grace, save lives, and to help build stable, healthy families in our communities. Our center consists of professional medical personnel and caring, trained staff and volunteers. We provide services that are free of charge in our centers. We have a main center in Carrollton, Georgia, and we have a satellite location in Tallapoosa. We hope to one day have more satellite locations, and you can help us be a part of that. We offer free pregnancy testing, limited ultrasounds, information about making life-affirmed choices, education about abortion procedures and their risk, parenting support and education, fatherhood mentoring, single mom-to-be programs. We give out free baby items, we give out free formula, we give out free diapers. We have a center that runs all the time. We are constantly having people come on Facebook and message us and by the next morning we're having to get out diapers and formula and baby clothes for them to come by and pick them up. We have a new store in our center also that carries brand new baby items. The mothers can come to our center and they can take parenting classes. We offer them paper money that they can in turn turn around and use in our store to purchase items for their babies. I want to give you a few statistics that are quite alarming. One in every four women choose to have an abortion before the age of 45. That is according to the Guttmacher statistics and those statistics are from 2018 so they are probably worse than that now. Um, There are many abortions that are not reported. The medical professionals do not have to report pills, the abortion pill. So if a woman is going in and taking an abortion pill to end her pregnancy, that is not reported in these statistics. And that is a lot of women that are doing that right now. Seven out of every ten women having abortions report a religious affirmation. In 2020, We served over 817 clients free of charge at our locations. Due to COVID, this was a huge number to still be serving, and we thank the Lord for all of those opportunities to minister. In 2020, we served over 220 abortion-vulnerable or abortion-minded women. It is crucial that we have your help at the Pregnancy Resource Center. We see souls saved. We see souls give their hearts to the Lord. We see them come back to the Lord from a past that they don't want to think about. We've also had a baptism through the PRC. We want to thank you for everything that you do for us. I want to share with you a little bit about my personal testimony and how I became involved with our local pregnancy resource center. I have a friend that works at the center. Her name is Debbie. Debbie knew that I had a story. I worked for her back when I was 19 years old, and we've known each other a lot of years. Debbie called me, and she said, Kelly, would you be willing to share your story at the Pregnancy Resource Center to women that need to hear it? I told her, absolutely not. I did not feel that that was the way that God was leading me to go, but God just wouldn't let me go about it. So I called her and I said, Debbie, could I just come see what you do there at the pregnancy center? She said, sure, why don't you come and just observe one day? That very first day that I went in the center, I was sitting in the lobby and I noticed a mother who had arrived for her appointment. She was pacing the grass outside and she was crying and talking on the telephone. I walked outside and I said, would you just come in and let us talk to you? When she came in, the client advocate that day invited her to come back to the care room where I was invited to go. I was asked not to say anything, just to listen. The young mother broke down, and as she talked, she was telling about how she had raised her seven-year-old son by herself. And she said there's no way that she could raise another baby alone, and that the father of the baby was refusing to believe that she was even pregnant. She sat and cried as she told us that the only information she wanted was abortion information. I looked at the client advocate that day and I asked her, I said, can I? And she just told me yes. I began to share with that young mother my personal story. That very day that young mother chose Jesus Christ as her savior and chose life for her baby. The following year, I became involved with the Pregnancy Resource Center, The Lord used my testimony seven times that year to save babies and for mothers to accept Jesus as their Savior. I knew then that God had a calling on my life and I had to share my testimony. The Bible says that we are known by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. I was raised a pastor's daughter and a pastor's granddaughter. I had never believed in abortion. I had been taught abortion was wrong. I knew it was wrong. But I had fought a three-year battle in and out of court trying to protect my oldest two daughters from a harmful situation. The only place I could seem to find help was through a children's hospital. And they were willing to drive from Atlanta, Georgia to Harrelson County without a subpoena to help me with my children. I came out of that situation and I fell into a life that I didn't really want to be in. I found myself pregnant at the age of 29 years old and not married. I knew that my family had been through enough. My church had been through enough. My children had been through enough. And I had always prayed, no matter what circumstance was going on in my life, I knew the power of prayer. I got on my knees and I prayed to the Lord, I said, "God." This is your child, and if you can save this baby, then you do it, but I know no other way than to terminate this pregnancy. I called a clinic in Atlanta, on the back streets of Atlanta. I talked with a very nice lady. She told me exactly how to get there, gave me distinct directions how to get to their clinic. During the waiting period, I was extremely sick, and I remember finding a cassette tape And it's funny because when I speak to college kids, I have to explain what a cassette tape is. But the tape had no writing on it. I popped it in the cassette player and I began to listen. My grandfather, who had passed away when I was 17 years old, came on the tape and he was crying and praying for a mom who didn't know what to do. And the tape cut off. I walked into the kitchen and my girls were painting a sundial on the table. One of the sundials said, God gives life. I beat the sundial with a knife, trying to get it to release from the table. It would not release until the day God saved my baby. I had quit going to church out of conviction. The Sunday night before I was to go to the abortion clinic on Tuesday, I went to church. We had a visiting pastor and his wife. The wife called me to the front of the church and she cried out to God. She said, I feel a pain inside of you that I don't understand. I still would not admit what was going on in my life. The following Tuesday, I got up, I had called back to confirm my appointment once again, talked to the the same nice lady. I got to the abortion clinic and I remember looking at the dumpster, wondering if that was where my baby was going to go. I remember how beautiful it was that day but the sidewalk was so long and so lonely, and it felt like it took forever to get inside that dark, evil building. As I sat there, the darkness was so heavy, and I can remember looking at the door and just watching the young women go through the door and never come out. I got up and I went to the front. I said, please, let's get this over with. I need to get out of here. The lady looked at me and she said, you do not have an appointment. She said, and even if you did, you have bubble gum in your mouth and that sugar can make it fatal to your health. How crazy is that? I took off outside the building and I felt such freedom and such relief. I fell to my knees thanking God that he saved my baby. She is a beautiful, beautiful young girl that's fixing to have a baby of her own in April, another little baby girl. And I'm so thankful for her, God provided All of our formula, all of our baby food, all of our diapers was given to us. I never had to purchase any of those things. That is what we do at the Pregnancy Resource Center. We help these mothers with diapers, with formula, with baby food. We come alongside them and let them know it's going to be okay. They can do it with God and with us there to help carry them through. They can do it. I wanted to share a little further into my story. My daughter went to college to play lacrosse. She got there and she got a scholarship. The child had never played lacrosse in her life. She had played soccer for three years in high school. So when I found out she had a scholarship for lacrosse, I was shocked, I knew it was God. She became the goalie of her lacrosse team. And I was so, so very proud of how far God had brought in her. She spoke to a group of 400 people and gave her testimony. She was standing for life. I was so thankful for what God had done in her life. I received a call the day before the heartbeat bill was passed in the state capital. I was asked to be there dressed in white in support of life. I could not do that through my job through the PRC. We do not cross a political line. So I went on my own. And the Lord had laid on my heart to go that afternoon and have a button made with my daughter's picture that said my miracle. When I went back to pick up my button, a young college girl had made a huge poster. And I told her, I said, I can't take that. I said, I will look like I'm trying to protest and that's not what I want to look like. She said, you have to take this poster to the Capitol. It's beautiful. And it was very beautiful. So I did take it. The state patrolman at the door smiled at me and I said, I can't take it in, can I? He said, yes, you can. You can't take it in the Senate room, but you can take it in the Capitol. As I walked in, two elderly Catholic women caught me at the door. They whisked me away to a hallway and they said, stand here until every senator walks down this hallway, which they will. They did, and that day, I think every single senator laid their eyes on that poster. That particular day, there was a group of women at the Capitol that were dressed in red capes. And they were there to support abortion. As I looked on the Capitol stairs, there are two tiers of stairs, and in the very middle, there is a platform. One of those ladies was standing on the platform with her head down in silence. There was no one else on the staircase. The two little ladies that had been with me all day said, do you believe in the power of prayer? Do you think you can witness to her? I said, with God, I can do anything. We prayed the Lord's Prayer together, and I walked down the stairs. Fear was in my heart, but I was praying for God to be with me. As I stood beside that lady with the poster of my daughter, I told her, I said, I too remember what it was like to think that life was a choice. I said, but God invaded that abortion clinic that day and saved my daughter's life. And this is her picture. The lady looked up and looked at my poster. We stood there in silence for about 20 minutes. The fear was rising. I could feel the powers of good and evil fighting. A representative walked up those stairs and put his arms around me. With tears in his eyes, he said, thank you for being here. We need you. It gave me strength to walk into that Senate room that day and sit for eight hours without moving until that bill was passed. I received a text while I was in that room that one of our senators was on the verge of changing his mind and voting against life. I happened to have his phone number in my phone. I texted him and told him that the Lord would bless him if he would choose life. I was watching the screen that day as he chose life. About a month later, he came to me and he told me, thank you, that that was one of the hardest things that he had done and he did receive persecution for it, but he was so thankful that he did it. We have to stand for these babies. We have to be a voice for their lives. That poster traveled to Washington, D.C. with me to march in the March for Life. It receives much attention because she is my miracle. There are many of you out there today, if one in every four women have had an abortion, some of you watching this tape have had an abortion, it's okay, God does still love you. I can assure you today that your baby is in heaven in the arms of a heavenly father. And if you will just give your heart to the Lord and live for him, you too, will see that baby again in heaven in the gates of glory. I want to pray with you today as I end, and I thank you for letting me be here. Dear Jesus, I come to you. God, I just thank you for giving me the opportunity to be your mouthpiece. Dear Jesus, I just pray that you encircle your arms around every family member who has experienced abortion. Let them know that you love them and that you were there, God, to raise them back up. Dear Jesus, sometimes our cross is heavy to carry, but God, your cross was heavy to carry too. And we all have one goal in mind, that's to get to you. Only the things which are done for Christ are gonna last. God, help us always to remember that, to be a voice for you, to be a voice for the unborn, to stand up, God, so that no more mothers have to stand in those dark clinics, God, and experience what me and so many other mothers experienced. I want to share a scripture with you. It's Proverbs 29:10. The bloodthirsty hate the blameless, but the just seek his well-being. In those abortion clinics, they are selling abortions. They are not there to calm those women and to talk them out of what they're about to do. Those women that are going into those clinics, many are blameless. Many do not understand what they're doing. To me, I never once researched what was going to happen when I got there. Neither do these women. They just see that it's a quick alternative to a problem and they'll never have to think about it again. That's not true. Any woman who's experienced abortion, if they tell you the truth, they will tell you that they still have hard days. Even if they've made things right with the Lord, they still have hard days. We have a post-abortion program that helps them through that. Please, pay attention to those around you. Don't be judgmental. Be loving like Jesus was. And let's help them through this walk. Thank you for letting me be here today.
0: Wow. Weren't you blessed by today's message? Her testimony is so inspiring. She chose life, and that's what we want to do. We want to give young mothers hope and resources so that they may choose life too. So we thank you so much for your giving. When you give, people live. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now don't forget, I'll be back with you on this Thursday night and we're gonna continue in the series entitled, God Protect Us. So I can't wait to be there with you. And then of course, we'll be back with you uh, in the God Life series. And I thank you so much for all of you that have emailed and corresponded with us and letting us know of, uh, of how you've being blessed. And that I'm telling you, it really encourages us to read those testimonies and to find out what Jesus is doing in your life. We love you guys so very much. All right, until next time, remember Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time. Bye-bye.